Yeah, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. I know y'all 420 people is uh, celebrating. 420. <laughs> so I'm thinking right now, get it in, man. So, you know, that song is, is, uh, for you, for you, for you, for you. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, we got, again, we got a lot of things going on around this time, man. Uh, you know, we got the NBA playoffs going on, man. We got, uh, you know, the NFL draft is about to, the start, man. There's, there's a, a couple, a couple top picks that, uh, we should talk about what, you know, definitely we're, how to figure out what the Panthers are going to do. Man. We're, we're, we're less than a week away. We're less than a week away from the NFL. Right. <laughs> right. So it's next Thursday. Um, so, you know, uh, there's a lot of hype with the quarterbacks, uh, in this year's draft. Um, you know, it just seems to be a, a quarterback, uh, uh, off season, uh, because, you know, we had a show where we talked about the quarterback carousel. A lot of these teams were out there getting free agent quarterbacks. And some of these teams that got the free agent quarterbacks are also have some of the top, uh, draft picks, uh, in the, in this class of some decent quarterbacks coming out, uh, on this, on, on, in the, in our, excuse me, coming out, uh, of college. Well, you know, with, with the draft now and the, the slotted uh, contracts for the rookies, I mean, the, the quarterback has now become the, the value of the position. You choose a quarterback that you may think that will be, you know, the leader of your franchise for seven, eight, nine, ten years, regardless of whether when the evaluation of that particular player, whether or not they're the best football player for that particular pick, that, that doesn't matter because they're a quarterback. Uh, you know, back in the day with like Matthew Stafford and, and Sam Bradford, some of those guys, you know, back in the day, they used to get these large contracts without even playing a snap. But of course, uh, actually starting with Cam Newton, you know, that went away because, uh, the, uh, 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 the, I believe the, uh, the, the contract between the players and the, uh, the owners, uh, changed in two thousand right before 2011 there was a, a new agreement in which you know the rookies would be slotted and they would receive a you know a, a contract a, a particular amount depending on where they were drafted right so now it, it doesn't cost teams nearly as much to choose a quarterback in the first round and that's why you see four five six quarterbacks chosen in the first round and if you look at them as players they may be be getting they may be getting chosen above position players that are actually better than them, but it doesn't matter because they play the position of quarterback. So here are some of the uh, popular names that's been uh, swirling out there as far as uh, quarterbacks uh, coming out of this class. Uh, Josh Allen, Josh Allen uh, out of Wyoming, uh, Sam Darnold uh, out of uh, USC, uh, Baker Mayfield, who's, um, you know, was projected pretty low. Um, I feel like I think his his stock is starting to move up a little bit. I don't know. I agree with um, that. You know, uh, out of Oklahoma, uh, and Josh Rosen uh, out of UCLA, just to name a few of those quarterbacks. Now, uh, and we spoke before uh, Cleveland as the first and the fourth quarterback. I'm sure they're uh, excuse me, first and fourth pick. I'm sure they're going to take a quarterback uh, in one of those picks, possibly the first pick, um, which I don't agree with, but that's what is looking like they're going to do. Uh, the Jets uh, are in need of quarterback. Uh, they have the third pick. The Giants are are looking to possibly get one of those also with uh, Eli Manning, uh, you know, ending possibly ending his career soon uh, in New York. 
Uh, and, you know, um, so basically, you know, there's, we're, we're talking quarterbacks. So is it possible that, you know, five, six, maybe six quarterbacks be taken in the first round? It's definitely possible. What I would say is I definitely think five are going to be taken. Um, it may even be six. The five I think that are going to be taken in the first round is Sam Darnold, uh, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, and Lamar Jackson, which seems to be the 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 lost man in all of this. Because yeah, true. I mean, I, I really believe that uh, Lamar Jackson he may be uh, the best or top three all of the in in, in this bunch even though he seems to continue to be either slated as the fourth best or the fifth best quarterback. Um, but I do believe that all five of those will be taken in the first round. And I mean, it's possible that Mason Rudolph, who is the, who was the quarterback for Oklahoma state it's possible that he could even sneak into the first round as well. I think it's, it's more, uh, it seems like he's going to be more of a second round pick, but I don't think he's going to get out of the second round. So we'll definitely see at least uh, I'm believing that we'll definitely see at least six quarterbacks go in the first two rounds. So, um, you know, Cleveland Browns, they do have the first pick and they made some uh, all season moves. They have uh, 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 Tyrod Taylor that they got. He'll be starting um, at quarterback to start the season. Um, you know, he's solid. Um, and it looks like, you know, and I, I, I disagree with this, um, and I will get more into it later, but it looks like the Cleveland Browns are going to take a quarterback to back up um, Tyrod Taylor in the in the first with the first pick. Um, and, you know, that could, could possibly be there's some, you know, there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of, uh, of talk out there, um, but um, I, I, it could possibly be Josh Allen. Um, you know, I know <laughs> Josh Allen, Darnold, Rosen, you know, those guys are going back and forth as far as who would be the uh, first pick. I, I think they, they may go with uh, uh, Josh Allen. You know, they they passed up on Carson Wentz. They passed up on Deshaun Jackson. They did. And, and back-to-back drafts, uh, you know, two primetime quarterbacks that, that they could have had. So, um, you know, I, I feel like, um, you know, I feel like uh, Darnold is probably – out of all of them, one of the more polished uh, one, but you know, uh, I think uh, you know. Beside, uh, besides, besides, uh, what was your boy that you said earlier? Uh, um, the underrated guy, uh, Rudolph. No, um, uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Besides Mark, Lamar Jackson, I think uh, Josh Allen is probably the most athletic uh, out of them. Uh, so I it looks agree. like it looks like they they uh, are are really eyeing him. Uh, possibly to go number one. Now I, I know some people are saying he, that he could possibly be a bust, um, you know. But any of these guys could. Um, but that's definitely the truth. You know, I, I'm, I'm. I feel like once Cleveland makes their pick, pretty much all the other pieces are going to fall. Uh, you know, once they they go, uh, you know, um, make their pick, I feel like uh, Darnold will probably go second with the Giants. Uh, he's more of a uh, that type of system type quarterback, a, a polished type quarterback. Will be uh, great to to follow behind uh, Eli Manning and and learn under him. Uh, wow, so to pick. so so let me ask you. So let me ask you because um, you know everything that Dave Gettleman, who you know we're familiar with Dave Gettleman here in Charlotte because he used to be the general manager here. 
you know, everything that he's been saying, it seems like the Giants may choose Saquon Barkley at number two. But you think that do you think that they'll be choosing Sam Darnold? Um, well, it's still that stigma of taking uh, running backs too high. You know, um, I, I think that's still going to play play effect. Uh, you know, honestly. <laughs> You know, and, and this, and I wanted to get back to that first because I feel like Cleveland should take Saquon Barkley and get a quarterback at the at, fourth. At four. At four. I think that's a smart move, but I don't think that's going to happen. Just like I don't think that uh, uh, the Giants are going to take Saquon Barkley that high. There's a possibility. There's talk that there's a possibility, even though he is probably the best player in the draft. You know, this is the issue I'm having with the Browns taking, taking a quarterback number one. He may possibly drop out of the uh, top five. Just because Who is that? Uh, Saquon Barkley? Saquon Barkley. No, it, it's possible. Right, it's definitely possible. Right. Which, uh, which, is, which is beyond, beyond, uh, 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 you know, what, what, uh, uh, what I would imagine. I, I feel like, yeah, they should take Saquon Barkley, but um, because they, they don't have a running game. Yeah. So it's yeah. obvious they're that they should. Struggles. They yeah. should, right? Um, so, but I, I think they're, looking more for uh i think it's more important to them to have a backup uh uh for eli for when eli manning is done well i mean the way i look at it is um i i i agree with you because you know i feel like saquon barkley is the the player that uh you can depend on to make an impact outside of the quarterbacks you already have Tyrod Taylor there, but I mean, I, I guess it all depends on what your philosophy is. If you're the if you're the Cleveland Browns, if you have a guy that you like, you know, I hate to use this term because they use it all the time, but if you have a guy that they're that you're quote unquote in love with, then I mean, I guess you have to take him at one because if you try if you wait till four, I mean, there's a possibility that he won't be there. But my thing is, those three got Josh Allen. Rosen, you know, you can even have Baker Mayfield. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know he has issues, but I think that all those guys, they're like in the same neighborhood. They're in the same neighborhood. Yeah. So what do you really have to lose? You know what I mean? I think. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I mean, you know, I'm, you know, hey, I mean, I'm not a Browns fan, so I, I can really care less. But uh, no, I, I agree with you, though. I agree with, I mean, you, you if you, if you take Barkley at one, you know you're going to get production out of that. With right. these quarterbacks, you're not really sure. And you're like, not going to get immediate production because they're going to sit behind Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, you know, however, you know, I, I think... But see, you, you have to look at the totality of the situation, too, because you just said yourself, they they burned themselves a couple of years in a row by by passing over guys that they probably should have taken so they have these two picks in the top four. And, and again, I mean, you have to kind of look at, you can look at it like this too. Yeah. You can, you say Quan Barkley would be an impact player. The Jets moved into three. So if you do take a quarterback in number one, you're still going to have Bradley Chubb there. He's going to be an impact player too on your defense. Right. Yes, so, yes. I mean, you can, yes. the, and if, that's, if, what, if, that's if, what it looks like they're doing. But, but if, so, so if you look at it from that way, you can say, well, you know, we we either going to get Saquon Barkley or we're going to get Bradley Chubb. Both of these guys are impact players. Want to impact the offense. Want to impact the defense. Right. 
and these are all just just talk, but it sounds like that if they do take a quarterback number one, that's what they're going to go with uh, yeah. Bradley Chubb in the the number four. Spot. I mean, and and that's not. I mean, he's you know, just like Saquon Barkley is uh, far and away the best running back prospect in this draft. Um, you know, Bradley Chubb is far and away the best defensive end pass rusher prospect in this draft. So I guess they're hedging their bets and they're, they're it seems to me that they're, they're putting their, the, the way that they're looking at the scenario is we're going to get the quarterback that we want at number one. And then at number four, we're still going to get an impact position player. Which, I mean, I, I really can't be mad at, but, I mean, if you look at Ezekiel Elliott, if you look at uh, right. Ty Gurley, I mean, you know, an elite, elite, I mean, like top five running back in the league, I mean, that, that can really get you some places. But, I mean, you know, we'll we'll have to see, you know, what that decision really is for them and, you know. With the Browns, I mean, and you know, they've always it seems to me like in the well, basically since they moved back to Cleveland, they made bad decisions in the draft. So if they do take a quarterback, uh, possibly Josh Allen, who knows, at number one, and the Giants take a quarterback at number two, that's not gonna see Quan Barkley under the top five. Because number three, the Jets, the Jets have, will take a they're, quarterback. They're, they're definitely yeah. taking a quarterback. Number four, that means that. Well, no, the Cleveland will. If Cleveland will take. Barkley oh yeah, okay, okay. That's I, a I would think. Okay. I, I would. Okay. I would think that if for whatever reason Barkley falls to number four, They'll then take Cleveland. Will, I, I think Cleveland will take him over, over Chubb. Chubb? Mm. Yeah, I, I think mm. they will because at that point, because they 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 took. Um, what what's your guy from Texas A and M? What's his name? They took him last year, didn't they? Um, uh, uh, Miles, the pass rushers, Miles, Miles, Miles Garrett. Miles, he plays Miles for Garrett. them, right? Miles Garrett. Yes. Okay, they took Miles Garrett, and then, like you said, if if the Giants choose a quarterback at number two, I mean, you have a chance to get your quarterback of the future and your running back of the future. That's at least like five six years. Okay, you can set your offense. For five or six years, you have Miles Garrett there. I mean, if he he in, in last year he was supposed to be like far and away the best pass rusher. So, hmm. um, you know, yeah. I mean, or I mean, you can look at it the other way. I mean, I guess it just depends on what they feel between you know who they feel the best prospect is between uh, Saquon Barkley and Bradley Chubb. But I kind of feel like if Chubb falls to four, they're definitely going to. I mean, I'm sorry, Barkley. If, if Barkley falls to four, they're definitely going to take Barkley. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess. I guess I see that. Um, but I could be wrong. I mean, you know, you you never know. Um, I feel like if they're going to take Saquon Barkley, if I guess if he, I, yeah, I see that. I mean, I guess I see that. I just feel like if they pass on him at number one, then you know, there he possibly not may not be there. And if he is there, I just feel like they're we're not really concerned about that, and then they'll take uh, they'll take Chubb. Well, I, I uh, think just in that, just in that circumstance, I don't know. I, I think I think what their you know I think what their philosophy is is that they're going to take the quarterback they want at one, and then mm -hmm. at four they're going to take best player available. Yeah, okay. you know, yeah, uh, because if if the scenario falls the way that you're stating, I'm not saying what you're saying is not right. I mean, if the Giants choose a, choose a quarterback, Barkley will be there at four. Because right. the Jets are definitely choosing right, a quarterback. Right, right. That, that was the whole reason why the Jets moved up to number three is because they want to get a quarterback. And being at number three, they're going to get one of the one of those top three quarterbacks. But I, I, a scenario, another scenario that I am looking at is, you know, possibly uh, 
Barkley going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, because uh, and what and what number they're they number picking? seven. They're okay. number seven because say say you know uh, the uh, they take Josh Allen number one and then uh, Sam Darnold number two. Okay, then you got uh, <laughs> Jets need a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. So either um, uh, Josh Rosen. Or Baker Mayfield, possibly. Uh, and ba- Baker Mayfield may go higher than, than people are expecting. Because um, the Jets need a quarterback, right? They do. So Saquon Barkley's still available. Uh, so say, for example, for example, uh, they do take Bradley Chubb at number four. Saquon Barkley's still available. Bronco, uh, number five is the Broncos. Yeah. They're going to need a quarterback because they got Case Keenum. They only got him for two years, though. I think they're going to possibly get a quarterback also, which may be uh, either Josh Rosen or, or Baker Mayfield. Now that's interesting, but you know, you, you know, your GM with the Broncos, you know, I mean, well, the president uh, and GM, you know, has come out and said that you know that that number five pick is for the taking, though. Like they, he, he, you know, it's it's on the trading block. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a possibility. So, but I'm saying if they if they don't trade that away, I, I understand. Then I they will you. get a quarterback because they got rid of Simeon. Trevor Simeon. <laughs> they, uh, Simeon! Uh, Oswald is <laughs> gone. Uh, uh, Paxton, uh, whatever. Lynch. He's uh, still Paxton there. Lynch, he's still there, but he's, he's not, he's underperformed when he has played. Uh, so I think that if they do remain at that fifth spot and that there's a possibility that that could be, uh, not there, uh, by the time draft time comes. Uh, but if they do, they'll, they'll take a quarterback because again, they only have Case Keaton for, they only assigned him for two years. So, he doesn't have a long-term deal. So I think they may take another quarterback. So Saquon Barkley is still available, still available. Definitely. So, I mean, you know, it, it's possible. It's, I I don't think he's going to fall till seven. Um, I don't uh, think, you know, I think it's stupid. I, I think, um, you know, again, I think if he's available at four for Cleveland, I, I feel pretty confident that Cleveland will take him at four. Um, I mean, that that's just how I feel about the situation. But, yeah, I think at the end of the day, as far as Cleveland is concerned, I feel like they're, they're, they have evaluated all the quarterbacks. They're going to take whatever quarterback they feel is the best for them, for their system. Because you, you have to remember, Hugh Jackson is their coach. He's a, you know, he was, he, he was an offensive coach. He was an offensive coordinator before he was a head coach. So they're going to pick whatever quarterback he feels most comfortable with and feels that's going to be the best for their system. And then at four, whatever position player that they, you know, that is available to them, they'll still be a, a top position player. I mean, let's just let's just give it throw out a scenario where and I know that I'm pretty sure this is not going to happen. But let's just say Chubb and uh, uh, Saquon Barkley are taking two and three and that leaves Quentin Nelson. Uh, the offensive lineman uh, from Notre Dame. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll just take him. I mean, whatever, whatever position player that is left that is projected to be in the top five at number four, that's who they're going to take. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I, Quentin Nelson, I think he, 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 he is a better chance that he goes to the Colts at the number six pick. Yeah. Uh, well, no. And, and, and again, no, I agree with you. I, I'm just throwing that scenario no, out there you. just to say that, the, the Browns, because they're not going to take another quarterback at four. So at four, they're going to take whatever position player is there that is the elite position player. They're going to take that. But I mean, I, I just think that, I mean, I, I really think that is the, 
you know, that that is the the scenario that that's the way that they're going to play this thing. Understood. Understood. Sounds definitely. Good. Definitely. So we're looking at the top of the draft. Now, of course, we are in beautiful Charlotte, North Carolina, right outside of downtown in Treat Studios. We want to take a, a, a quick look at what the Panthers are going to do in the draft. Uh, they have the number 24 pick, which gives them a plethora of possibilities. And it's very hard to try to figure out who's going to be available to them because they choose so late in the first round. Um, and also there are a lot of different holes uh, within the, well, not, I, w- I would say holes, whether it be starting or uh, just holes for depth. Uh, on the team. So there's a lot of different directions uh, that the Panthers can go um, running back wide receiver, tight end uh, offensive guard uh, edge rusher. Uh, all of those could be uh, of safety uh, and defensive back. I don't believe I said defensive back either. Um, all of those could be possibilities for the number 24 pick. Um, and I believe, you know, I think that it's really just going to fall down to best player available. I mean, picking at number 24. However, I would be happy with any combination in the first or second round of defensive back, safety, tight end, defensive back. Um, I really don't think they need to take a safety in the first round. There's a lot of people around here saying to take a safety in the first round, but the way the Panthers defense is set up, um, there's not a lot of, uh, uh, there's, there's not a, a lot of emphasis placed on having a playmaking safety, but I feel like if you can get a good DB, um, or, you know, again, if the safety is the best player available at that point, then take that guy. But I, I would take a, I would definitely, you know, if there, if it's running back and safety, you know, if Darius Geis is there, I would take him over whatever top safety may be there at number 24. Yeah, I think you're pointing in the right direction. Um, I think possibly the best bet for them is to go uh, deep back. Also, wh- whoever is there at that time, a possible potential player that may, may be there at that time is Mike Hughes. It's a cornerback from uh, SF, um, excuse me, uh, SCF. Um, you know, I know the Panthers. Uh, UCF. Uh, UCF, excuse yeah. me. UCF, <laughs> UCF, University of Central Florida. And he actually started at University of North Carolina as well. Right, right, Trenton. right. So, um, you know, I know that the Panthers are in need. Um, you know, they have needs along the offensive line. We, we've made discussions. We had discussions before about their need at wide receiver. Uh, but I think there is a serious depth, con- depth concern at that cornerback slot, as you said. And, you know, you know, um, I think that Marty Herney is, you know, looking uh, to fill uh, that position at that, that cornerback defensive, defensive back spot. Definitely. And, and they, they actually did end up, you know, you know, we had a long discussion in one of our previous podcasts um, and, you know, after the whole uh, Brashad, Breland debacle, yeah, right? And, and you mentioned uh, Russ Cockrell, who they actually ended up, ended up signing. Um, you know, however, most most people see Russ Cockrell as a, as a, a depth pickup rather than. I mean, he can start in a pinch, but um, you know, and, and I'll I'll be honest with you, the, the guy that I'm looking at uh, as far as um, at, 
I feel like if Josh Jackson is there from Iowa mm-hmm. um, at 24 to uh, to pick him up. I mean, he, he's kind of like he's similar to like a Josh Norman type player. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's a ball. He's a ball hawk. He's a playmaker. He's long. Um, he has good ball skills. Um, also, uh, Jair Alexander from Louisville. He's another cornerback. He actually is from the area. He's from Charlotte. Um, or, or from the surrounding area, he may not be from Charlotte. Uh, Mike Hughes as well, as you stated. I know I've I've, I've heard a couple of draft prognosticators say that Mike Hughes might be more of a second round pick than a first, but he's also a very talented cornerback. Um, as far as the running backs are concerned, um, you know, there's a lot of hype around Darius Geis from LSU. Um, if he's there, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't see why not, why not to pick him. But if you don't want to go running back in the first round, I mean, you have Sony Michelle, Nick Chubb, uh, Rashad Penny has been a name that has been thrown out there from San Diego State. All these guys can be uh, picked up in later rounds. And I wanted to get your, uh, I wanted to get what you thought about. I think the Panthers should stay away from wide receiver in the first round. I agree. It, it, if you if you look at Unless you're an elite top receiver, and when I mean elite, I mean like top seven draft pick. I mean like Julio Jones, A.J. Green, Calvin Johnson, Mike Evans. If you're not one of those guys, it, it seems to be that wide receivers don't really make a large impact in the first round. So uh, it, it seems like if you look at the history of the draft, most teams, uh, receiver receivers being chosen in rounds two to four make more sense for teams to choose them within those rounds rather than a first round pick if you're not picking a wide receiver in a top ten. Right. I definitely agree. They're they're just they just have too low a position in, in the draft to go after a wide receiver uh at, at their position. It it wouldn't make any sense. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, I think they should lean more towards a D back, like I said before. I know Josh uh Josh John, Jackson Josh, uh, Josh, Josh, Josh Johnson uh, is it Johnson or Jackson? Is I uh, Josh Jackson? Josh Josh Jackson would be nice. Uh, I don't know if he'll be there. Um, I mean, it, you know, I'm just throwing out some names. Yeah, here. He, no, and, and and you know what? I think he may get picked maybe just a couple picks before. You know, he's he's more of a mid rounder, uh, you know, uh, type type uh, player. Uh, so um, I think uh, I think Darius Geis isn't isn't an intriguing uh, person. To, to definitely look at if they don't get uh, Hughes. Uh, I think Hughes is, you know, I, they, you said possibly a second rounder, but I think uh, he he would he would fit the mold of, especially with the uh, the Breland situation. I think that should be the first area that they go after and then let the pieces fall in the other round. Well, I mean, it's definitely, as I said earlier, going to be a, 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 um, a best player available because I feel like I didn't even get to this position, but I'll get to it now. I mean, if Hayden Hurst is there from South Carolina at tight end, I mean, you know, you have, uh, you know, you, you, uh, uh, Greg, uh, uh, you know, Greg Olson, Greg Olson, you know, you have him exploring Monday night football, He's which gonna is, be behind the mic, which, you know, which is, which is his right. You know, some Panthers fans are upset. I mean, I'm not upset. Mm. You know, you, you got to be able to take care of your family. You have to set that up in the future. But I mean, he's 33. I mean, he's not, he's definitely not, 
you know, he his error. I mean, he hasn't lost in production. I mean, outside of him not playing last year because of an injury, but his arrow is not pointing up. His arrow is, you know, going to be pointing down. I think so, it's talk right now. Uh, I think it's just talk. But if you're going to just make a decision already. You know, don't don't do well, that. Well, I, I feel like he's using his leverage yeah. because he he doesn't yeah. have leverage on the field right now because he didn't play last right, year. Right, right. So he's just using his leverage. But regardless of whether or not how long he plays, I mean, Ed Dixon was signed away from us to Seattle. So right now we don't there's have no, a number two yeah, tight yeah, end. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, so I guess it's just, and we don't know this, but I guess it's just all going to depend on how they have these guys slotted. Because, like for example, like you said. Let's say, you know, to go of your scenario that you threw out there, Josh Jackson is gone. Let's just say for whatever reason, Jair Alexander is. I don't, I don't know how they have these guys slotted, but let's just say it's between Mike Hughes. They get there and let's say let, they get the 24 in the first round. And let's say, you know, they have Mike, there's Mike Hughes there and Hayden Hurst there. It's just going to depend on, you know, how they, how they have the guys slotted, you know, and, you know, because the Panthers can use, Either one of those yeah, players. They got you know? so many. They got so many positions that they need to fill. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's just going to all depend. I mean, to really to for me as a Panthers fan, it really makes me very excited because really at this point I have no idea uh, who they're going to choose. And then with all of the quarterback talk that we spent the first ten or fifteen minutes on, I mean, there may be more trades, uh, you know, before that we even get to the twenty-four pick. There may be trades and things that happen yeah. that that could change the whole landscape before we even get to that pick. So it's going to be very exciting. Those are just some names that are out there. Uh, I believe most likely the pass rushers are going to be gone, but I just did want to throw a couple of pass rushers out there. If for whatever reason, Marcus Davenport falls to 24, I'm pretty sure that they'll pick him up. Um, Harold Landry, I'm not really sure. Um, I think what's going to happen is that because um, I think they will be picking up an edge rusher or a pass rusher. I think it's going to end up being later on in the draft, maybe like the fourth or fifth round. But um, if Davenport falls, I mean, of course, there's no way we're going to see Chubb. But uh, <laughs> but but if Davenport for some reason falls down there, I think, you know, he'll get scooped up. Um the top linebacker on the board, which again, linebacker is an issue as well because uh, Thomas Davis won't be playing the first four games of the season because really, of a, uh, of, <laughs> mm-hmm. because of a PED situation, which we'll get into later on uh, in a later podcast. But uh, Roquan Smith, I mean, he'll probably be gone. But again, I mean, we we've seen some crazy falls in the past. I mean, Aaron Rodgers fell to twenty four, and you see what happened. You know, he's. You know, he's yeah. like an elite quarterback. Now, I'm not saying that a quarterback is going to fall that far, but I'm saying we, we've seen some crazy things happen in the first round. So all of these names are in play. Um, I think, I think, uh, with the interior offensive linemen, I think they're going to probably wait till later in the draft, but I think they will be drafting a, a, a guard as well. They may even pick like a, a Billy Price. We talked about Billy Price from Ohio State. He ended up touring, tearing his uh, pectoral muscle as he was getting ready for the combine, which took him out of the first round, but that would make him available maybe in the second or third round. So that's going to be something to look at as well. Yeah. Uh, the combine, <laughs> the combine. <laughs> so, uh, moving on, man. Moving on. Uh, so, 
uh, we, today we uh, do you have do you have anything else that you want to add? Well, well, before you move, I, I just just want to throw it because safety is a big deal as well. I did mention that, but I didn't mention any names. Um, uh, of course, Minka Fitzpatrick, Duran James, they're going to be going by the time twenty four comes. But uh, Justin Reed from Stanford and uh, Jesse Bates from Wake Forest may also be his play be in play as well. Personally, I don't feel like the Panthers should spend a first round pick on a safety, but I mean, to be honest with you, if they did, I wouldn't really be mad because our safety situation right now is Mike Adams, who is 37. Yeah. And, uh, I believe, uh, DR, the, uh, um, CRC, DR, I believe it's DRC that may be incorrect, but, uh, we picked up, we, we did pick up a safety as a, a free agent, but again, I believe that's more of a death uh, signing rather than someone that they're uh, depending on to start. So safety would be in play at 24 as well. The North Carolina Panthers uh, go after uh, D back. Really? Uh, I implore you. North Carolina Panthers, man. Okay. <laughs> got the Panthers. Look, look, and also, and also, man, uh, Cam Newton, man, take an Uber. Take an Uber. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> I, lo- hey, I love the Panthers. Yeah. Yes, hey. yes. I am a Panthers hater. He's I know. Hater. You know what? I'm not a Panthers hater. I'm just, I just like to toy with Listen, my man. The Migos say, the, the Migo say <laughs> if he's a hater, call him Joe Buddy. <laughs> 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 ah, nah. Joe Buddy's nah. over here. I got Joe Buddy's on the side of the table, folks. Yeah, they was, about to, they was about to give him the business. You saw him. They was about to give it to him. Like, he called him trash. So, look, look, I'm not a hater, man. I just like messing with my man, Chief. No, nah, I'm just messing I with I actually man, like the dog. Panthers. I like, well, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, actually, it would be nice to try and get to a game this year, man. I thought about it. Hey, they play the Cowboys first Open game of the season. The Cowboys, man. The cowboy list, Des Bryant list, or whatever. So, so, uh, so yeah. So let's move on, man, to uh, you know, one of our favorite, our most popular segments called Really, bro. Oh man, we got a good one today, folks. We got a good. One. And our, our Really Bro segment has been sponsored today. We actually uh picked up a, a new sponsor. Oh man, we yes, doing it, man. Uh, we doing, doing it out here in the streets over here, man. Uh, uh we we're sponsored today. The Really Bro segment is sponsored today by the Plug Sports Marketing. We stay connected, baby. It's a lifestyle. Never unplug. That's the plug. We stay connected. The plug. The plug. <laughs> More on the plug uh, coming to you. So um, our really bro segment, uh, you know, we have to talk about uh, a situation that's been uh, going on uh, in Michigan, with the Michigan Wolverines, uh, with their uh, infamous coach, uh, John Harbaugh. So there was uh, an police investigation, Chief. Uh that wow. began on Tuesday. Oh man! After several menacing tweets, one that eventually uh, tagged Jim Harbaugh, oh, uh, and they were sent by an account uh, belonging to now formal formal Michigan linebacker Elsie. How, how do you say it? What's his name? Um, I'm going to try to do my best, folks. Here, I believe his name is Elsie Nimbum. Bosi. Mimabosi. Elsie Mimabosi. Okay. So he sent some uh some threatening tweets, several threatening tweets tweets uh to uh Jim Harbaugh, you know. Um you know, uh Mimbosi uh came to Michigan as a linebacker. Uh he was recruited in 2016, appeared in seven games as a true freshman, 
before only appearing in four games as sophomore in 2017. Okay. Uh, so, uh, he had several tweets, uh, you know, going to Jim Harbaugh, um, several dis- disturbing, uh, tweets I might add. Um, do you want to, yeah. you want to read some of those? Oh uh, man. Yeah. That, basically, um, uh, it, it, it seems like it was some kind of situation. He was with the team up until, um, uh, uh, well, he was, yeah, he was with the team up until November the 11th. Right. Uh, Michigan beat Maryland on November the 11th. And then after that point, he was no longer with the team. Um, on Monday night, one tweet, uh, this past Monday, one tweet from the account shows a picture of a text message claiming the player had a family crisis that happened on November the 14th. From there, there's another text shown from November the 16th with the words to say, per Coach Harbaugh, you are hereby indefinitely suspended. Um, it says the author of the tweets claimed the suspension was handed down within hours of the purported family cri- crisis before writing, it's on tomorrow. So now this, 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 this was earlier this week. So, so, uh, it's, and, and, and so uh, along with those tweets that I just described, there were some other tweets that were sent earlier in the week from the same account that read Michigan is an open carry, open carry. Let's not forget that period. Not your friend. They sent someone to my crib before. I was nice enough to call the cops. Next time, I'm calling, I'm calling the, the morgue. morgue. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking with facts. I'm talking facts, son. Facts. Really? Now, now really, that, bro. Now, now, now that that was one tweet. That now that tweet, uh, Coach said, Coach Harbaugh was not tagged in that right, particular right, right, tweet, right. but there was a tweet in which Jim ta- uh, Jim Harbaugh was tagged. The tweet that he was tagged in. Um, it says, uh, the tweet reads and was suspended for going to take care of my family. You expletive and then clown emoji. So you, whatever, I'm sure it was a curse word. Um, you know, and you curse word clown. And, and he tagged Jim Harbaugh in that. So, um, the authorities got a hold of these tweets. Uh, the situation is being investigated. Uh, but I would just like for, to say to, um, Mr. Elsie, uh, Mimbambosi. Really, bro? <laughs> I mean, come on, Elsie. Look, mean, bro, like, look, they, uh, I know they are concerned and, and Jim Harbaugh has kind of responded. He, he's not really getting too much into, uh, uh, commenting too much about the situation, but they are kind of concerned about some mental health issues. You know, um, and this is where, you know, basically he's trying to cyber bully Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, that, that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> but I mean, um, this is where, you know, social media can be a problem. It really can. Uh, things like this. I you agree. Know, uh, you, I agree. You have to be smarter. I, you know, I don't know the situation. Uh, you know, if there's something going on with your family, definitely uh, take care of your family. Uh, definitely try to communicate that uh, to you know, the people involved, but you know, uh, this is just, it's real idiotic. It's not a smart move. Definitely. Not. Uh, it's, Definitely. it's, it's, it seems like, 
Um, he, he is, uh, just, uh, acting out on emotions, uh, and not actually, uh, thinking logically about, you know, how this is going to affect him, I would his, agree. his future in Michigan and his future in life, because this could possibly be, there could possibly be some, some charges. charges. No, definitely. No, uh, I understand. Uh, yeah. For, I'm with for you. things like I'm this. With you. So, you know, uh, you know, it's to some of the young kids out there and, you know, I've, I've I'm not the perfect person. I've, I've, you know, not, I've done some, some, some things in the past and, you know, uh, I mean, we've all made mistakes. Put some things out that I I shouldn't have. Uh, But, you know, uh, so speaking from experience, personal experience, you just have to be smart what you put out there uh, on social media because that can affect you. That can affect you, you know, you know, if he wants to get a job later, especially on Twitter, <laughs> that's the worst place to put it. Because, hey, put something on, uh, you know, put something on, uh, uh, what's, what's the, not the Instagram, but what's the other one where it delete, uh, uh, oh, uh, damn. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm showing, uh, well, Snapchat, you know, Snapchat, Snapchat, so Snapchat at least Snapchat. If you put stuff out there, it gets deleted. See, I'm, uh, I'm old. I'm not on any of those. I, I just got on Instagram. <laughs> you can delete so you can you can delete stuff on Facebook, your Facebook account. You yeah. can delete your Instagram account. But when you put tweets out there, you know that those tweets they don't go away, man. So that's things that you know if you if he wants to get a job potentially uh, in in the future, that's something that they could they could find out there, and there could possibly be charges out there uh, put on him. So you just uh, it just has to be a little smarter. Well, yeah. I, I, well, first, I'd like to say, you know, I, I think it's good that that Harbaugh is kind of just kind of staying out of the situation and not making it any worse than it really is. Um, I'm sure he's had people look into the situation to make sure that this is, you know, pretty much talk and there's not really much action behind it. But I definitely agree with you with Mbosi uh, uh, um, that. You know, you, you, we, we live in the, the millennial area. Now we're both in our thirties. Um, but you know, I know Herm Edwards used to always say on ESPN before he, you know, became the coach of Arizona state. He always used to say, you know, take a second look before you press sin. You know, just as you said, you know, acting off of emotion and I, you know, and, and this is not the only situation, you know, there's been fights on Facebook and fights on Instagram that have gotten people, you know, put in jail. Um, people putting guns, like flossing guns. And, and, and I know it's 420, but flossing, uh, you know, some <laughs> drug <narcotics>. paraphernalia. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. And then the cops show up at their house and they're like, yo, what, what yeah. happened? No, you snitching on yourself. Yo. Exactly. You know, fights and uh, people putting racist comments and losing their jobs because they're putting racist comments on social media. I mean, you have to be very careful with social media um, and you just can't threaten people. Like you said, we, we live in an age now, you know, I, I would say maybe 25, 30 years ago or maybe maybe not even that long. 15, 20 years ago, you know, bullying was like more accepted as just like, yeah, you know, you got to get over it. You got to fight the bully or you have to just, you know, just ignore the bully or whatever. But like we live in a society now where like bullying is not, you know, that's not acceptable behavior any longer. Yeah. 
So, you know, whether you're bullying and then again, threatening, talking about, you know, you're going to call the morgue, I guess, trying to insinuate the fact that you're going to, you know, harm someone to, to, to the fact that they're going to lose their life. Gangster, son. I mean, yeah, like you have to be careful with all that people, you know, especially now with the fact with all these mass shootings and, the, and, and people yeah. losing their lives and like in, 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 in gun violence and all this different type of violence. It's a I sensitive mean, it, it's, time. It, yeah, it is. It is. And it, yeah. it's definitely not is definitely definitely not the way to go so i mean you know if, if there is some uh and, and i don't even want to make the assumption of mental health issues because it may not be that it just may it may be just a young man that has made you know made a mistake like you said uh you know acting uh you know acting and speaking off of emotion and you know it's one thing to just kind of say that to your friends or whatever but it's another thing like you said to tweet and put that in the in the you know in the internet sphere you know so um elsie i mean you you have to get the really bruh i mean come on man i mean hopefully i you know hopefully the the police can you know or they can talk to them and resolve and hash out the whole situation to where there's not any type of uh you know jail time or anything of that nature hopefully it's just be a situation that he can learn from but um i mean if you're you know because it, just to say one other thing you know sometimes these rappers and, and people go back and forth on twitter and on instagram and things of that nature it's one thing to like be going at your friend but i mean you I mean, you, you can't be tweeting threatening tweets to like uh, a national figure, a somewhat quote unquote celebrity. I mean, it's just it's it's not it's not a good look. I was I was nice enough to call the cops. Next time, I'm calling the more. I'm talking facts. I'm talking facts. Facts. Son, yeah. really, bro? Really? You got to do better. that's real gangster. That's gangster. That's gangster. So, um, you know, uh. That's 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 it for us today. <laughs> We're gonna leave you on that note, man. It, it, it was a good chop, good time chopping it up with you, Chief. Definitely, definitely. This, and this is Matt. This is Mad Dog Mike signing off, leaving you guys with two thoughts. Sports is another perception of life's reality, and if you're gonna be a dog, be a nasty dog. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the Chief, and I'm just gonna leave you with the words of my homeboy. Two chains. If you woke up this morning, you winning. We out.